Terminator 3 just fucking. Ooh. Just fucking. Ooh. Killed. Like any hopes ever had of anything ever <laughs> being so Took my childhood That's out a long way back. Right, yeah, I was going to say, it's a long time ago. You've yeah. not looked forward to anything since Terminator 3. <laughs> no, no. Shit, man. I fucking killed so much. <laughs> 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 Words back, episode yeah. thirty. Oh, come on, man. come on, son. Come on, you got one job. Jesus Christ. Episode thirty-seven of Nerd Words. We are back with a new year and a new look. Yay! <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that? Is this the episode that matches your age? No, we've we've surpassed that. Yeah, I'm not that old. Seven. Who's thirty-seven? Who's thirty-seven? Next no. thirty-seven. Sure, you're 37. <laughs> you wish I was 37. If you count your back hairs, it's a separate <laughs> entity. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that I'd video? I took of him. Nerdwords yeah. back, and it's not oh so God. different from the old yeah. Nerdwords. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, who we got? Harrison. <laughs> Alex. 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 Okay, who else we got? Jury. Jury. Uh, as for myself. Got Jim. But I'm what? making a move on your catchphrase. <laughs> I have a catchphrase? Yes, that's your catchphrase. That's okay. Uh, who else have we got? Nick. Uh, we've got me, Bailey. Um, I'm not sure where that catchphrase is going Honestly, from. listen to some back episodes that you say all the time. Do I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're normally the last person to do anything in a segment. Uh, you ask for myself. Because no one would think to ask you. Well, the, thing is it's, fair enough. the thing is, it's grammatically incorrect. As for me, it's accurate, but it's one of those things where people use the reflexive to make themselves sound a bit more clever. You should really be saying that's for me. To expose. But anyway, I'm using the sketch okay. Cool. That's myself. I'm going to keep talking about that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Wait, yes. you? I'm Bailey. Did you already say that? Yeah, yeah you okay. did, yeah. Cool, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so, what have our nerds been up to um, recently? Let's start with Chewy. Um, going back into that South Park game, um, I was talking about it a few, uh, well, it would have been last year now. Um, it's uh, Phone Destroyer, South Park Phone Destroyer. I kind of got back into that. That's some event going on over Christmas. So I've been playing that quite a bit. I'm quite enjoying it. Okay. As long as I don't spend any money into it, it's all right. Yes, uh, never spend money. TV shows. That's what's going to go on to next. Okay. Um, watched all the latest episodes of uh, DCs and Marvel. S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh my God, so good. So good. Really? Yeah. Dude, the last three seasons have been phenomenal in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I need to get back to it. Like, don't get me wrong, the first three seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are terrible. There's not been six seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's currently on season Four. five. Is it? Mm-hmm. Alright. So the last three seasons were um, epic. Uh, it was like including... So the last three were great, the first three were shit. Including... So season three was both shit and great. Yeah, because there's a transitional <laughs> period between, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... One other thing that uh, I wanted to talk about was um, so I watched Back to Future Part Two over the weekend. Sure. And oh, you didn't watch the best one. Uh, what? That is the best one. You reckon? Oh, come on, man. It's my favorite. This is a whole different debate. Oh, like, a whole new debate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrong. I, re- I already watched uh, the first one uh, the previous weekend. Yeah. So this weekend was Back to Future Part Two, 
And one thing I noticed, which I hadn't noticed, and I've watched Back to Future Part 2 like hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah. But one thing I never noticed until this, this literally watch through was there's a character in the second one who has heavy makeup. Now, when they have a character that has heavy makeup in a movie, it's usually for a reason. Right. So with Back to the Future, they have heavy makeup when uh, they're looking older. So when they go back yeah. in time, they look normal. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one character, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what his purpose. Like, don't get me wrong, I know Back to the Future, I know all the characters and everything. But this one guy, I had no idea who he was or where he was from. And he's wearing heavy makeup. He has a, a important scene in the movie where when Marty goes into the future, he's collecting money for the clock tower. Just like in the first one with that yeah and he's wearing heavy makeup and i was just like why is he wearing heavy makeup Did, who is he like he's got to be someone you wouldn't just stick heavy makeup on you need the principal no that's strictly uh it turns out i know you tell me what shotgun does it who is it turns out he's actual mechanic later in the film who has like one line and he's nobody that important and over the entire years of my life watching back to future over and over i've never noticed it and even though i now know that this person is actually uh in the past and in the future there was just no point to him at all. There was literally no point to him. And it took me, what? kind of like this conversation. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm oh. so sorry. Rude. Oh, levels. Oh, he picks up a beer. He oh. reminded me of heavy makeup I watched Brothers last night. TNG episode. Because that's why I'm up to in TNG. Oh, wow. That's like season three, four, three. It's a start of four, isn't it? Is it start of four? Brothers. Brothers, it's got three Brent Spiners in it. Ah, okay. It's Data so and Law. I was thinking of the one with Picard and his brother. No, no that was the episode. But that was and... that's called Family, and that was the episode before this ah, one. Okay. Claire's been complaining about her. She's watching DS9 at the moment. She's been complaining about how soapy it is. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> we just watched an episode of Picard and his brother having an argument while Wesley gets upset about his dad and War hangs oh, out with his parents. God. And you're telling me that, TN, that DS9 is too soapy. This is ridiculous. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but that was the only episode that doesn't have data in it, and I think it's because the next episode has three data in, so they wanted him to have a week off before he had to play three parts. Fair enough. Nick. Oh god. Um. Ugh, n- nothing. Nothing's been happening. Really? Everything's everything's dead. Nothing's it's been like been three months, I suppose. Everything's dead. Destiny came and died. Wait a minute. Right, you well, still Destiny's haven't dead. played Cell Park? No. Can I go back then? <laughs> <laughs> Made. Maybe it's <laughs> Mate, you're either going to play it or not. You just said no. you got loads of time. Yeah, but you might have sold it. No, no, <laughs> for, no. For no, no, um, I don't no. He's cheat. lost I'm, it. He's lost I'm it. I'm not going to lie. No, no, no. no. Me, lose, <laughs> me, lose something. Hell no. Um, it's right near my PlayStation. Every time I kind of go near my PlayStation, look at it and go, oh, shit, I should start playing this. But I don't even have the time to commit. No. It's I'm actually, all right, so, 25 hours. Complete. Oh, that's easy. Mm. Uh, all right, yeah, I might go try that. No, I think the reason I haven't played it is because it was like Destiny. Play Destiny a whole lot. That that died. Then I was like playing for Titanfall Two, which is great. And I recommend Titanfall Two to everybody. It's just great fun, especially the Frontier mode, which is basically like Horde mode but with like giant robots. Then I started playing the Street Fighter Arcade Edition update, which I'm really bored of. Um, so now there's a small gap in which I could play that South Park game 
before the new Dragon Ball King come, comes out. Well, I would like it four back. Days. Yeah, it's like four days. I know, man, but... I would like <laughs> it back when DLC comes out. Okay, cool. Well, that was the agreement, and I said, cool. Yeah. I don't think there's a date for it yet, so there's no rush. That's, that's, that's the, the first DLC pack came out, but I don't care about that one. It's, oh, just, really? it's just the story, the extra story that one. Ah, fair enough. Well, yeah, I'll... I'll once we start playing it from tomorrow and see how far I can get by Friday. And bear in mind you as well, once once I'm gone, I'm not gonna be back for a while anyway. So you got like months to play it anyway. Sweet. Um then what else have I been doing? I mean it's been so long since I've been on. Obviously with Star Wars, because I think everyone and their dog and their dog's dad watch okay. Star Wars. What do you think of it? Um, I enjoyed it. I, I I do and don't understand why people are so salty. In fact, I understand why people are so salty. I don't understand why people are still so salty about it. Like even if I was mega salty about it, I most would have got over it by now. <laughs> but the internet, like, outrage machine is in, like, full swing and just won't give up. Is but, it still? Well, no, it's not, give it's not real people who are upset about it. But it's, they make enough noise. It's like, there's not real right, people who are upset about Right, because and men's rights activists don't make enough noise. That's the nah, people who are still pissed off about it. The internet turns nah. a whisper into a roar, man. Here's the thing I found after the debacle of Destiny. Like, there's people who lack meaning in their life. And they <laughs> latch on to something that they can rant and rave about. And this is like a juicy steak of rant and rave because Star Wars is a huge thing. If it was like any other small thing, most people wouldn't give a fuck. It's the same with Destiny. There's games that come out and are sucked and have just died and no one gets fucked. People are like, just still frothing at the mouth that binds you fucking up Destiny. And I'm just like, well, I don't fuck. Like, if Destiny died, I'd just like, oh, well, they fucked it up. What are you gonna do? As long as they give me everything I paid for, then I'm, I'm done with the game basically there's other games out this year but people just won't let it die and mm-hmm. Star Wars feels like that kind of yeah don't get me wrong there's mostly full on all your kind of ultra bright loonies and all this kind of shit who are also trying to eke out relevance uh, in the kind of internet market but there's people that just overly salty over the pettiest thing in this movie don't get me wrong That's the, movie does, the, the movie does some things where you're just kind of like uh what but um so this movie yeah, I mean Star Wars, but then maybe because I'm not like a huge Star Wars nerd, maybe that's I'm not the target demographic for outrage on this. But yeah, I enjoyed really? it. Like, honest opinion, I enjoyed it. There's some bits that could have been cut out of the movie entirely, and it wouldn't have changed anything. Like Pogs, <coughs> Pogs, dude. You know they have to sell the toys. <laughs> Yeah, but it's some some suit. I think Pogs like... needed a better. They need, they could have been done so much better in the Completely. movie. Completely, I'm fine with like cuddly things. I yeah, love Ewoks, yeah, but yeah. Pogs were like fucking minions. They were the, just the Pogs dreadful. were there to cover up the actual puffins. Yeah, yeah the birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. Story. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. Instead of just CGIing all the puffins and birds out, yeah. they just basically yeah, replaced. If they're willing to CGI Henry Cavill's face <laughs> for all the Justice League. They will. Oh God. CGI yeah. out Jesus. puffins. Yeah. Um, the, the dodgiest top lip in oh movies. Oh god, I know. I, know. I was staring I at that lip so hard. <laughs> it took me, I think I was telling someone, it took me till there's one scene in particular where you're like, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with his face? For me to realise that something was seriously up. And I think it's the scene just after he basically scores all of the Justice League. Still haven't seen Justice League, so. Oh, well. I'm not too okay. spoiler worried, actually. I you're not think spoiling, I've read the plot, so that, that is, that is actually rare for spoil. you. Yeah. That is incredibly rare. Normally, you're like, la la la, I'm not hearing Yeah. I don't care about DC Universe movies at the moment because uh, of shit. Enough. Well, basically, there's a scene where Superman's with Lois and, like, they're staring at each other. And you're just like, what is wrong with his face? His face. 
Christ. But yeah, so... What's wrong um, with these price? Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, on this minute, that's shit. Like, unlike Force Awakens, where I was involved in every scene, there wasn't a scene where I'm like, I'm not involved. Uh, Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi, I just had scenes where I'm like, I've never not given so little fucks. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's definitely bits where life. I was bored, which is, I mean, that's probably new for a Star Wars film. Like, mm. On first watch, bits where I was like, I need this to get over. Yeah. I don't know. I think I remember Trade Federation didn't boy. Yeah, Link didn't actually. Link, yeah. Trade <laughs> disputes. One of the like darkest cynic. secrets of my life is I loved all three of the prequels on first watch. And That's I saw, fair enough. Yeah, it took me it took me a long time to realize the faults. I know, I know, Judgey. Were you blinded by the Star Wars? Kinda. It was just too exciting to have it back. Yeah, you know? I remember. Palpatine I remember reading it. Empire magazine when Phantom Menace came out and it got a five star review. Like I remember really? buying that magazine when I was like yeah. sixteen or something. I remember loving Phantom Menace when it came out, but then as I got older and kind of rewatched it and thought, I re- yeah, I wasn't a fan of Phantom Menace because Young Anakin got my nerves. Um, I think I fell asleep through part of um, Attack of the Clones, and then <laughs> the the final one, which name I can't even remember. Ready for Sith. That's it. Um, it was the only one I properly watched, start to finish, and I was just like. Okay, that's a movie. Because now, I, I kind of liked where the new one ended. It kind of has a blank slate, and I find Kylo Ren kind of interesting. He's brilliant. It's this, he's yeah, but really, but it's such yeah, a weird thing too. Strange so. adolescent sort of doesn't know what the fuck <clears throat> he's doing. Like he's now like in charge of a galactic I'm, empire. I'm, I find I'm that quite intriguing. Well, see, that's that why it's annoying. I'm oh, actually man, excited for where we're going to go with the next movie. It's so weird to finish a story in the second part of a trilogy. That's what's weird. It feels like yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree, but if it, it feels like the 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 next installment is going to set something up. It's almost like they're trying to break away from doing trilogies so yes. they can just keep it going. Yeah. Which they mm-hmm. probably are trying to do. That well, might be the case. Yeah. They they announced they're doing a trilogy that isn't part of the yeah. main or the Skywalker story. Well, yeah, Ryan Johnson's doing his own trilogy which is not related to existing oh, yeah. story. Oh god, man. Who else has Ryan Johnson directed? Uh, Brick, which I kind of hated, well. and Looper, which I really yeah. loved. So, mm. okay. well, decent nice. director. See where he goes with it. But um, yeah, it's time I have Star some Wars. problems. It's time I have some Star problems Wars with, uh, with with Star Wars, but generally I liked it. I thought it was quite good. I, I actually liked. I probably am the biggest Star Wars. Yeah, nerd I mean, in the room, am I? Yeah, with, no, with, without being like, disrespectful. I'm a Star Wars casual. Yeah, when that came out, like you were a kid. And we weren't. And yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I think like that has. We weren't even semen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're an egg. You were. Oh, yeah, I like true, that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. My, my sexist brain. Yeah. I'm just semen. One of many. No, that the thing where eggs are like. They're in the when you're a fetus, yeah. you've got the eggs already. So you were once inside your grandmother's body. Oh, well, okay. I mean, maybe more than once. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, eggs. <laughs> wow. Exception. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, I don't know. Look, Kylo, I don't know. Kylo kind of annoys me because he pulls Sasuke right smack bang in the middle of the movie and I was like, man, fuck this. He pulled the Sasuke in what way? Right, so he's like, you know what? Snoke's a dickhead. Uh, I don't like this guy, but I'm going to get rid of Snoke. <clears> and that's going to end, that, that, end all, that's going to end the problem. It's like, I've killed the big bad guy. And it's like, me and the, the new good guy have killed you know the bad guy and now we can make things peaceful but he's like you know what no 
There's one little thing that I've got to be in a bonnet about. So now I need to destroy everything. Haha, <laughs> like that is a fucking Sasuke for anyone who like finished that the kind of a Sasuke That's thing, a yeah. fucking Sasuke. And I was like, you know, fuck this dude. Yeah. So no, I didn't I don't I don't like him and I think that Ray's just gonna whoop his ass. Like I don't uh, unless he has a really massive character shift, him running the vampire means that there's no real room for him to have any kind of redemption. Like I know like Darth Vader got but like redemption despite all the crazy shit he did but it's kind of like Kylo just doesn't seem like that character and Rey just seems like she's just gonna spank him sideways like I don't know how she did just whoop his ass straight after the um the elite guards battle after they're all struggling to get this lightsaber and it snaps in half I'm surprised she didn't just snatch it off and just yeah. stab in the face with it I'm like still... she's, she's, she's too legit like I didn't even see them having a real final encounter she's just too legit in the force gonna just destroy his ass. She's already done it once. That's what I was surprised. I mean, he was he was, he was very injured in that, mm. that fight. Mm-hmm. That is like he a, had a hole in him. That is a lame excuse. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> all right. You fight someone with a hole in your stomach. <clears throat> just because you're a scrub. <laughs> what did you guys think of Space Layer? I thought she was dead. Now the weird point, thing is that they didn't use opportunity to kill her off because it would have made sense. Given right, it would have made so much fucking sense. It would have been perfect it, end to her. Yeah, it was, yeah, it it was, was shocking. It was weird. Was and then she was just style. like, yeah, I was like, oh shit, I was like, oh, okay, like that's that's how she's going out. And then she just kind of like pulls out the whole Hogan and then just like, <laughs> and then just like, <laughs> well, I was like, oh, I was like, what? At that point, I think if I could have like taken a picture of everyone's face in a cinema, everyone <laughs> had the same face. Everyone was like. I think I turned so... around I turned around to my mates I think I turned around to my brother like everyone was like what the fuck yeah me, me and Sam did look at each other and we were like what I was fine with it honestly. I, I was disappointed with that scene it, it's, it took everything you know about Star Wars and took it to the next like in theory I have no issue with it because it's just like alright this is their tension like I expect the the final Star Wars movies to be full on Dragon Ball Z. I expect <laughs> planets to get blown up. It wasn't that big deal. She just held her breath for a bit and moved herself yeah, back yeah, to a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I also thought <laughs> Laura Dern's character was just sorry who's uh, yeah. the admiral, the pink, the pink lady, the hair lady. Um, I thought lady. that was just kind of stupid it's that, that she didn't herself. just like. Tell oh, yes. the higher ups, like, like Poe, this is what's going on. For drama's sake. Yeah, it felt like we're going to put this in here because we need another fucking plot for yeah. like these these guys over here so they can go off and do a thing. And then I loved the ending shot with what she did with the ships and thought it was wonderful and the the pulling out of the sound and everything as well. Like, it looked stunning. Yeah, that was amazing. But she I didn't was need just, to kill herself doing that, though. Well, I, I don't care about that. She, she can die. But <laughs> I, it was more about the fact that she was just... Well, that's she didn't, like, talk to any of her, like, people about it as a commander. And I was just like, why? Yeah. Why not? Like, yeah. What, what drama? And it's Did just because they need another plot. That whole plot thread is the thing I'm most ambivalent about. Because while I was watching that, I didn't enjoy that at all. I really didn't like... I was like, I don't want to watch conflict within the rebellion. I was like, that's not what I want from Star Wars. You don't to worry about. Yeah, and... And it kind of felt like, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I, I really wasn't enjoying it until he got the kind of twist, which is like, pulls the dickhead and she's right. And I was fine with that because actually I like the kind of underminer, kind of rugged textbook hero guy. Except that I really like Paul and I don't want him to be too undermined. And he sort of was too undermined. So I still don't know how I feel about it altogether. But, but yeah. I understand it. I understand that Poe's a hothead, right? So I kind of, like, it would have made more sense if... 
it wasn't just a case of just withholding information. Yeah, if like you know him getting like demoted for being a hothead, like that, all that stuff's fair enough. Yeah. But he's literally like, look, shit, we're fucked. We need a plan. You got a plan? And she's just like, she's like, now we're gonna keep doing this. <laughs> and he's like, we'll fuck this. We're, we're fucked, guys. Look, we need to mutiny, <laughs> otherwise we're gonna die. Like all she has to say is like, look, I don't trust you. I don't trust many people on the ship. They could be spies. I do have a plan, but I'm not willing to share it with you because I don't have that trust. That would be better than just like, I ain't saying shit. And then he's just like, well. I guess you're crazy. But this is it. It was only there for, oh, yeah. for another point. For the drama, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so, uh, after that brief surgery... When she did fire a spaceship through the other spaceships, yeah, that's yeah. cool. It didn't actually make much difference, did it? I mean, like, Rolls and Finn were just about to get executed on that other spaceship. Yeah. And then she flies her spaceship through, and then they both get up, and all those people around them have just disappeared, but then they all come running back in from another room. What was <laughs> that? Yeah, that's like Phasma and a bunch of other clone dudes just oh, come Phasma charging back in. It's like worse, Phasma and, yeah. is the most jobbed character in Star Wars. <laughs> Gee, ah, man. holy in shit! Movies. <laughs> yeah, like, holy shit! Like, what is the point? Yeah, no she just—I mean, if it just if they'd left her out of all the marketing, it wouldn't have been a big problem. But she's yeah, yeah. All like that for what she selling was. point, but like, yeah. what was the point? Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> anything else that you've been up to? Um, I think that's about it, really. That's that's the main thing. It doesn't feel like there's a whole lot. Okay. Uh, Alex. Yes. What have you been up to? <laughs> uh, after a nice discussion over a bowl of ramen with Nick a few months ago, I decided to give Nier Automata a try. Oh, wow. Okay. And I put in the time. I got all the endings. All of them? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Oh, every right. single one. Wow. You don't want to give it a try. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Like, the... The music just fucking blew me away. The settings blew me away. Just, I really like the story. Like you know, shit and stuff. AI, androids, yeah, yeah, yeah that consciousness will. I was like, oh, it's went in deep. And then yeah, I really like that. I watched Star Wars as well while I was away. Okay. My brother had a Oculus Rift at home. I was seeing him over Christmas, and I went deep on. I say I went deep. I didn't go deep enough. Robo Recall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. And apparently it's free. I don't know. It's really You'd be all good. over that, Tim. So good. All right, tell us about it. So, uh, basically, at some point in the future, and there's a corporation, I can't remember what they're called, Robo something, and they just have like Scanning. loads of robots <laughs> just kind of like running around doing errands for people. And basically, the, the opening scene of the game is basically robots just kind of starting to go crazy and revolting. And you are basically a robo recaller, as it were. Right. So basically, you have to just like take out shit tons of these crazy robots. You're a blade runner. Yeah, kind of. But it's just like yeah. the humor is hilarious. Basically, you can like, basically the robots kind of have like handles on them, so you grab the handle, you can grab the head, and like rip the head off, rip the arms <laughs> and legs off, chuck them into other robots. <coughs> the movement system I found is amazing, but I don't actually have VR, so I don't play around a lot of titles. But you use like the left stick to kind of like move yourself to position and then you rotate it to change the way you're facing yeah. and there's like loads of little challenges so like one was I mean basically you have like guns and guns and stuff but like one of the challenges was get through one of these levels like martial artist achievement get through the levels without using any weapons so it's basically just like coming up robots like whoosh, tearing them apart and you're yeah. doing like the motions yeah, like to actually rip heads off and stuff and then yeah. like chuck them <clears throat> and I was just like I doing these like circular Aikido motions like it's like head going that way body going that way and stuff <laughs> And just the the humor is really fun. Sounds great. Yeah, Epic made it. 
Oh, really? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. And it's free. Uh, I'm like, how the fuck is this free? It's really good. Yeah. Oh. A lot of people are like making their initial VR demo things and putting out for free. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend that. Also, been on a bit of a book. I was about to say book burning. That's <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been burning through some books. Um, uh, we Are Legion which is part of the Bobiverse series, which apparently is only like one or two years old. It's fucking hilarious. That's kind of like sci-fi. Uh, the basic kind of setting is the guy who owns like a software company signs up for like a cryogenic storage kind of thing for when he dies. He's He dies and then he gets like resurrected like a few years later, but he's basically become the property of like a corporation and he now is the effectively like the ghost image of the former person and he is, uh, he forms part of a a Neumann probe or whatever so it's like a probe that goes out in space and like self-replicates itself right. and stuff but just the, the humour is fucking amazing and he kind of like he, he splits himself like he reproduces himself but like all the versions of him like are slightly different as well like different character traits there's loads of shit to do I mean if you love fucking you know Star Trek there's that's fucking yeah. you know there's loads of shit like first contact all kind of stuff like resources and there's like just a whole bunch of crazy shit in there. It's it's really good. I think it was only like the audiobook was only maybe like ten hours or something. Okay. And then um, I read Feast of Souls, which is the first part of the Magister trilogy by author C. S. Friedman, which is really good. Kind of just like a uh, kind of I don't want to say Dungeons and Dragons, but yeah, it's kind of like a medievally-ish kind of fancy kind of novel. But the main character is like a woman who's a bit fucked up. She's like basically traumatized after years of basically being a prostitute and stuff and stuff and it's like yeah it's just not your usual like dude centric uh, like fancy kind of like novel like none of the characters are really shallow like there's so many different like kind of facets to them that was a really good book and then I just finished reading Isaac Asimov's Foundation which I really fucking like recommended to me by Bailey um the only kind of issue I had of it was basically like there's like one female character in it who's just a nag. Oh really? And the only other females mentioned in the book are basically uh, housewives. Oh. Um, <laughs> Those the only ones I remember. Like it's pretty much just like super dudes. Which one was saying was the a nag? <laughs> the uh, the not Cond- Condoria. Yeah, she changes the whole course of the universe. In foundation, yeah. I list, I literally finished listening to it on Saturday. Okay. And she's just like, I mean, there's a the whole thing about like obviously the trade, and she's like, oh shit, I like that. And then you know the, the band that kind of gives a shimmer and stuff. Right. And that, like, and that's kind of like one of the key things that she makes the condor kind of. I'm, I might be spoiling the book, but basically, it, <laughs> I don't understand anything you're talking about. So it's not <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So the, the book is a really interesting piece on. Basically, just like human psychology, like different types of kind of like government and uh, ways of like kind of gathering power and stuff. That's that's what I'm getting out of the book. Wait, have you? Is this just the first book? Yes, just the first right, book. Right, 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 foundation, right, right, right. foundation. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've only I've only listened to the first book and. Uh, okay. Other than yeah. Just you need the, you need to, you need to finish the trilogy, spoilers. man. No, no, I've got, I've got the next ones. <laughs> okay. I've got the next ones. Uh, oh, God, lined up you've got some audible. stuff coming up. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, uh, I think I think that's it. Oh, oh, yeah, I've done plenty of shit. That's that's enough fucking belly. I remember. Cool, cool. 
As for Jim. <laughs> oh. Um, oh man, lots. I feel like it's been such a long time. Has been. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport. I played Gran Turismo Sport quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, it's the first time I've played Gran Turismo since. Oh, Nick's shaking his head. Since Gran Turismo 3. So, like, what, 18 years or something since I played Gran Turismo? It's quite a while. It is still a classy ride. It is just beautiful. It's like, it's the best looking game I've played. Full stop. It's gorgeous. It's photo real. And yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, it just feels like Gran Turismo feels, you know, like sort of. Like, it's not like Forza, it's not it's not really a sim, and it's not quite an arcade game. It's sort of like a, a fake sim. Like, it wants you to believe you're driving a realistic car, but it's actually still pretty arcadey. So it's sure. it's very forgiving, I think. Okay. Um, Interesting. But yeah, um, and I was really enjoying it, and then sort of realised that, oh shit, there's hardly any single-player content. You know, it's like, I did quite a lot of the, like, test stuff and some of the little mission to set up and then was like oh wow more than halfway through the game right. which surprised me I mean it's and it I didn't realise going into it but it's more of a kind of prologue than it is a full release um, because they've kind of rebooted it like a lot of the like the thousand cars from GT6 they've just thrown out because a lot of those weren't even HD they were like the same models that have been used since PS2 era stuff so oh, okay. so they scrapped all the stuff that wasn't proper high detail and got okay. down to like I don't know 200 cars or something might have been that Still quite um, a lot, of cars. still quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's still more than enough, really. Yeah. Um, but then every car looks gorgeous. Though. But yeah, they look lush, and you can drive them all in VR as well, which is gorgeous. <clears> and yeah, just because I watched the Digital Foundry video right. on GT Sport. Yeah. And yeah, the the detail on the cars that they've gone into with like uh, even like steering wheels, dashboards, exactly. it's just yeah. amazing. It's re- yeah. ridiculous how much detail yeah. they've gone into yeah. it. It's beautiful. Um, and yeah, and the thing is, even though so the base game is very much focused on online multiplayer, which I've not dipped into yet because I'm not good enough, um, they keep releasing updates with more and more single player stuff. So they've sort of actually, just over Christmas, released a kind of career mode and stuff, and new cars keep dropping and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's growing and growing. Um, okay. Recommend. It's good. All the updates are free? Yeah, all free updates. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plugged my PSVR in again for the first time in quite a few months, um, and so started Skyrim in VR, and uh, sort of amazing and shit at the same time. <laughs> like they haven't solved at all the problem of getting around that world in VR. Um, so they've got like three different options for control, and none of them are good. So one is you can teleport around, doesn't really work. One is you can use a move controller to kind of wave yourself backwards and forwards left and right because they sort of hovering around the world doesn't really work or you can just use a dual shock and play it the way you did originally and that's fine but again just doesn't really work none of them are right i mean you can always tell when someone hasn't solved the control problem because they give you lots of options because yeah, it's like we know yeah. none of these are quite right yeah. um yeah but it sort of doesn't matter because you're in skyrim in real life and it feels like you're really there and it's amazing i mean it's just the I'm not even planning to play the game properly. I don't think I'm going to play all the quests again because I don't need to replay that whole game. But I'm planning to just, just go everywhere. Around. Yeah, I just yeah. want to like tour the world and just feels lovely. Um, and the sense of depth, not depth like on a plane, but like height. You don't really get that when you're playing it in 2D. Right, sure. Like you look up at stuff and it doesn't feel like you're looking mm, at higher yeah, things. Yeah. But but you can like just like bleak farrow, bleak, bleak. Leaf Falls Barrow. The first yeah. Bit, yeah. Just going up there and going on some of the little ledges outside it, just looking down, it's just like, oh my god, it's like, you feel like you're really high up, you feel like you're 
actually looking down from somewhere bigger. It's just yeah. it's, it's amazing, man. It's like to be there and feel like you're actually in it. Mm-hmm. Even just like the first bit where you run away from the dragon in the intro, uh, just like going up that first tower. That tower feels really high, and when I was getting to the top, I was like, I'm a bit scared of falling off. You know, it's, like, <laughs> just, it's good. It's good. Wow. So yeah, okay. enjoying that a lot. And I played Static actually while I had my VR set up. I was set up as well and static I've on for ages and I'm just start playing and it's amazing it's a really nice puzzle game um, it's the one where you sat in a room and your hands are locked in a box and you hold the DualShock but you can't see the DualShock because your hands are inside this box but the different every control on the DualShock controls something on this box and you sort of have to work out a sequence of yeah so it's just a puzzle game based on like figuring out what mm. what controls can affect what things on the box and then working out how to engineer your way out of it it's okay. good I like okay. that a lot uh, started Horizon Zero Dawn because I got that for Christmas, but I mean, literally started it. I played like the tutorial plus an hour, um, then put it down for a week, then came back to it and couldn't remember all the buttons, so probably need to start again. Right, right. Um, but that is just. I just said Grand Turismo is the most beautiful game I've played, but actually, yeah. this is this is probably better. Um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this had like real jaw dropping moments of like just walking out into the world and seeing the sun reflect off a river and just being like. Pfft. Wow, that that looks like the real sun, like another real river, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's amazing. Uh, I'm trying to speed through them because there's so much, but I think I'm getting there. Um, we've got a household switch now, but I've not been allowed to play with it yet. <laughs> oh, what? because the yeah. boy's taking it seriously. He's like ah. deep into Zelda, hey. um, and yeah, it's his first ever Zelda. He nearly just bounced off it because it doesn't handle this Zelda. It's like it wants to say go out to the world and treat it as you would a real world you know, I think that's the impression I'm getting from it is that it's just figure it out yourself um, and he wasn't getting that so he started the game and tried climbing a mountain in, in his underpants or something and kept dying because it was too cold and he was getting frustrated with it and I'd right. like kind of guide him through that first bit but once he was over the hump he, yeah, he's just gone deep into it so, so that's okay. good cool um, but yeah it's frustrating to have Mario Odyssey in the house and not have any time to play it yet um, I played a bit of 1-2 Switch yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, nah, it's, it's got it's not maybe really worth your time. Maybe too many games that are entertaining yeah. and a lot that are embarrassing. So. Um, I think that's it for games. Uh, shall I keep going? Am I getting boring? Fine. Telly, uh, I finished Defenders this week and started mm. on Punisher. Uh, oh my god, Defenders! Jesus, man. It was such a slog. It got so shit towards the end. Like the last probably three, four episodes are just consistently terrible. You on a previous one saying it's not good. The the build-up's alright, and when they finally get together, it's got an episode and a half that's actually really good. Like seeing them all interact is really fun. Then they get split up again, and then the plot just falls to bits. And then yeah, just it's hard to get through. And does anyone care about spoilers? No, I'm dodging this spin around. No way. So, this. I mean, honestly, there's nothing I can spoil that would spoil it more than actually watching it would spoil it for you. Actually, watching this <laughs> wow. show is the best way to ruin your enjoyment of it. <laughs> okay. Um, Not bad. So, he gets to the final climactic battle and Daredevil dies. And I was like, what? oh, shit, at least I've had some justification for watching this. If, I'd, if I hadn't watched this and that had happened in the background, I would have been pissed off. So, at least I feel like I've watched it and got something out of it. The last five seconds of the episode, it shows he's still alive. He's like, oh, what you done that for? That was the one good thing you've done. Oh, said I'm going to kill Daredevil, man. He's yeah. done ah, but good come on. I know, but oh my god. Yeah. And then going from that straight into Punisher, which is just fucking awesome out of the gate. It's like, <laughs> wow. I, actually, yeah, I know Sam's uh, watching. She said it's brutal and brilliant. Have you finished? Uh, how many? How far into Punisher? Two episodes. Two okay. Episodes. okay. Uh, let us know when you get to the end. Yeah. Oh. oh. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that. 
And I feel like I've watched hundreds of movies as well because I'd like lost time on an aeroplane. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I've watched Logan at last. Yes. Uh, okay. Don't need to say anything. It's just amazing. It's just okay. it's amazing. Right, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, everyone like, thinks that already, right? Anything shit in it. Surely <laughs> everyone thinks it's amazing already. It's, yeah, I liked it. I, liked I mean, it's it's a it's probably one of the best comic book movies. It's just good to have. Um, you know, have a good Wolverine movie. Yeah. That must on that much honesty about being old in mm. a film, especially in like a, theoretically a superhero film. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking bleak and great. Um, watch Brigsby Bear. Not familiar with Brigsby no, Bear? No, isn't that? Um, it's like a little indie thing that came out last year. Um, it's it's some of the Lonely Island guys produced it off something. So that almost put me off because, you know, but but it's not a comedy thing so much. It's um, It's got funny bits. It's about a guy who is, he's obsessed with a kids TV show from the 80s called Brigsby Bear, which is a fake Obviously, kids' TV show, but but they show part of an episode of it, and it's a very authentic looking kind of mm. kids' TV show about a, a man in a bear suit doing kiddie stuff. Um, I kind of shouldn't. I mean, it's worth watching. I didn't love it, but it's it was good and interesting, and I can't talk about it without spoiling things in a way that okay. would spoil the film. So, no, right. oh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. So, okay. probably recommend that. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. Lots. Um, I watched the latest DC animated Batman and Harley Quinn thing. Really like that. It was really funny. Didn't expect it to be really funny. It's very much in the style of the original animated series. Okay. Um, feels like a direct pre- uh, sequel to that stuff. I will be checking that out. So that is good. Um, worth a watch. Some people have objected to the style of the humour in it, but I mean, it fits with what I think of Harley Quinn as, so it's fine for me. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, uh, oh, and. We went to CES. That's a nerd thing to talk about. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. That's pretty nerdy, guys. I was kind of waiting nerdy. for it to come up. Yeah, yeah. Me and Nick went to CES in Vegas and looked at robots and self-driving cars and washing machines. So oh, many, nice. so many washing machines. Massage chair, really? ovens, why, why massage machines? chairs. Yeah. That's that's this year's thing, man. Washing machines that you can talk to. Okay. Yeah. Okay, like a, yeah. It was like, like a, it was like a wardrobe. Thing that you just throw your clothes in and it just folds it for you. And all they're like, you know, hey Google, tell me how long until my washing's finished. And all the voice assistant related, so yeah, connected home was okay. the big thing. And you know, a lot of it got me quite excited in a way. Like the stuff that I hadn't really tech that I'd heard about and thought, why would you ever use that? And then you see it in a usable environment. I think actually, yeah, I do want that. I mean, like not so much the washing machines, <laughs> but like curved screens. Um, mm. I hadn't really been interested in curved screens as a tech okay. development. But there was one section in the LG stand where they just had this oh, kind of like yeah. little corridor um, set up kind of like a canyon. Um, and all the walls were made of massive curved LED screens. And they were showing like just sort of demo environments. So like it was partly like walking through a canyon. Then it went to like sort of Arctic environment okay. and then just, yeah, desert stuff. And it just it was amazing. It just felt great. It was like, this is what you'd use this for. Like this kind of, a, you know. Mm. Yeah. Almost theme park use, you know, that could oh, be yeah, great, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just, okay. um, yeah, so that was good. Um, and just stuff like, you know, having a voice activated universal remote and Google also knows how your Chromecast works and knows what's on Netflix. So you literally can say, hey, Google, play me the next episode of Punisher and 
it's not just like, well, I can put that on your Chromecast while you've got to turn your own telly on and find the right input. It's like, it can do all of it. It knows which input you need and it can turn your amp on okay. and your TV and your speaker and it just does it all of it because it does all that stuff now. That's kind of great, you know? I can imagine yeah. using it when it's at that level. So. Right. so a lot of that stuff was exciting. Yeah. Uh, what else? It's kind of cool. I, mean, I, I, saw actually, I was talking with Sam uh, the, other, the other week just about like how bad still like television remotes are. Yeah, like yeah. they just—they never really seem to have progressed since remotes first came in. They all do the same thing, and it's never really gone beyond that. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. good to get past it. Yeah, that show was fucking ridiculous. I mean, I, like you go to UK conventions and trade shows and things, and you know, you know what sort of size they are, and you can get around it in a day. And then you yeah. go to E3, and it's like, okay, this is three times as big. You need three days mm. to get around that. This is like probably. Five times as big as E3. Yeah. There's no way you could ever possibly get all around it if you spent all wow. four days doing nothing but show floor. You wouldn't wow. have seen half of it. It's just yeah. and yeah, it's okay. I walked ten miles on the first day I was there. <laughs> Literally walked ten miles, <laughs> and yeah, that's what I've rest the second day. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, no, I went first day and second day, and even then I don't think I covered everything in just the main, like in the Las Vegas Convention Center, is like the main. CES, but they had stuff at like another hotel and another hotel. Yeah, like five different hotels. And like, there's like five main buildings in the convention center, and yeah. then some outdoor areas as well. It's just oh, yeah, it's crazy. Right. So I've learned okay. that next time I got to actually plan what I want to see before I go because just wandering in and that's wasted so much time just walking past like mile after mile of fucking third party game yeah. pads and stuff. It's like <laughs> I shouldn't have been there. So, so yeah, if I go again, I'm gonna plan better. You know, one of those hoverboards that are all the rage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I did see a sort of um, autonomous Segway. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Like you stand on it and you don't even need to lean forward. You just say, take me to the post office. And it does it. Oh my God. So great. That's badass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything else? I think I'm done. You think you're done? Yeah. You sure? I'm sure other stuff will crop up. Okay. Uh, as for myself, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I've done quite a bit. Um, I've not really played so many video games. Uh, I keep logging into Destiny just to pick up the Exalted Engram thing. Yep. Um, oh wow, that's it. Um, do it. That's all I do on that. I literally log in, find a, go to him, buy it. Close application. Yeah, but to do that, I need a backlog of shards, and I've got a backlog of shards, so I'd have to actually play the game to get them, yeah, and then suddenly I'm put off. You know, I've still got around 500 left, so <laughs> should I invested? Um, no, I kept burning mine on stupid stuff. I've been playing Mario Odyssey still. Um, I've got, I think, around 410 moons now, so I've only got around 90 left to go on that. Um, what else? I've been reading a book. That I kind of hate. Oh yeah. Um, it's a book called. Name... No, no. Uh, if only I was reading that. <laughs> uh, it's a book called Name of the Wind by Patrick Griffiths. Um, and I actually really like him as an author. Like he's been in lots of things that I watch that are like D and D nerdy stuff. He plays D and D on the side. Um, and the book's really well written. The world is it's like a fantasy world incredibly rich it's, this is the first novel and, and it feels like you know you're 10 novels in it like in terms of the richness of the world um but it's the the lead character is just dick just yeah. an absolute, like just like one of the worst like he is the most 
egotistical, cannot do anything wrong. Like it feels like I like I've never rolled my eyes so much at a book. Is he like in a self insert? Is he like a self insert? Like everyone loves him. Is he like a that's, Gary Stewart? That's yeah? what I'm kind of thinking. Gary yeah, Stewart. and and it's told through his own voice. So he's literally <laughs> talking about himself. I am so great. Yeah, Watch and he's just like literally up. every like. <laughs> Like this happens fairly early on, so it's not really a spoiler, right? Yeah. His parents die, right? Tragic. I was fucking glad. Like what? I should not be glad that he, this guy becomes an orphan because they were the most perfect, hideous example of love that you've ever read. They are like just so in love, and it's the most perfect romance. And everything they say to each other, they sing songs to each other, and they. Finish each of the sentences. Sounds and... like you and your wife, Bailey. No, 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 no it it's, it's it's horrible to read um, about, and 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 like literally everything he does, he's perfect at. He is a just like the the worst kind of like polymath, like where like he cannot do anything wrong. Like he gets into the university five years before anyone else. Like he uh, is able to naturally just be able to to play the lute in such a way that people cry and like <laughs> and he's you know he's not been playing for very long he just picks everything up like straight away there's a guy who's writing the story down as he's telling it to him yeah and he's using a cipher to write so that nobody copies his work he figures the guy's cipher out within like a minute <laughs> and like and this 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 chronicler guy he's just like nobody's ever figured out my cipher you know, and all this, and this guy finishes it, like, fucking figures it in a minute, and you're just sat there like, okay, all right. But it's really well written. <laughs> but I can't stand the guy I'm reading about. It's fucking awful. Like, it's he is. Women love him. Like, he's ahead of all his friends in class. He's so smart with his mouth that people at university that do hate him, he always gets the better of them and. Oh Jesus. God! I've honestly like my if my eyes could be like looking out the back of my head and read it like I I would be. It's it's infuriating. Um, and my mom has also read it. And my sister wrote a review for it because my my sister writes a lot of book reviews. And for Amazon? No, no, no. It's a uh, Goodreads, I think. Um, it's, it's just like a thing she does as a hobby. But like, um, she was the one that put me onto it. She was like, "Keep going. It's slog, but it, it gets good." And I'm like, I'm three quarters of the way through now, and I'm just like, when, like, when, when does this get good? And like, and I spoke to my mom. My mom's read it, and she's like, she's halfway through the second one, and she's like, I'm giving in, like, I'm done. Oh really? And, yeah. And I'm just, I'm at that point where I'm like three quarters through this one, and I know something's coming up because the way it's building up to it, I'm just like, I don't want to carry on reading because this is just gonna like go exactly how I know it's gonna go, like. So I've not read it for like the last week um, because I'm just, I can't bring myself to do it. That's the point it's got me at. Wow. What yeah. if it's carried on with that? What if you miss the climax now? Might, might have happened last I, Thursday. I, well, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, um, I've watched a lot of movies. Um, I actually had a massive movie weekend this weekend. That's I watched cool. five movies. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, I watched um, a 1941 movie called... Uh, Sullivan's Travels, obviously a pun on Sullivan's Travel. Right. Um, and it's about a uh, movie executive um, who 
has become disenfranchised with Hollywood and wants to write, wants to direct. He's, he's been directing comedies and stuff. And he's, he's loaded and he's made for life. And it's a comedy, but he's now wanting to write like a tragic thing about like the poor and all this sort of stuff. And people are saying to him, but you don't know anything about the poor, like you, like you write comedies. And so he decides to jack it in and go and be poor, like and goes off onto the street. And it's just a really, really good movie um, and funny as well. Um, Who's in it? Uh, Veronica Lake. Right. Um, it's one of her main movies. It's the main movie where like she's obviously famous for like the the peekaboo haircut that like in the 40s became like the thing where like you know almost like the femme fatale thing um she's famous for that so she's in it um i can't remember the name of the lead um but it's it's yeah it's fantastic and it's yeah it, it has like a rotten tomatoes approval rating of 100 percent. damn like which just doesn't happen like um and even like the sometimes you get it so like the critic consensus is not in like tune with mm-hmm. like the audience like they're both in tune like they're both like way up there right, um, wow. so that was really really great then um, I went to see Jumanji uh, Welcome to the Jungle in the cinema uh, which I didn't think was something I would ever go and see and was pleasantly surprised um, it was not as cynical crash cash grab as I thought it would be um, the cast had real chemistry together and oh it's Dwayne Johnson well yeah that but you know Kevin Hart was good as well um, we nearly met The Rock really? last week. Did you? We nearly met The Rock. Yes. Yeah, he was filming at the hotel we were staying at, but he was arriving like half an hour after we oh, left. Oh, so. dudes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good. And it had some really nice, funny um, plays on like video game tropes, um, oh. which I was, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. It's, no, not, no. it's not amazing, but yeah, came out of it and was like, oh, okay, that was, that was pretty good. Um, Just to put my SJW hat on for a minute um oh, what okay. is karen gillan's representation like because i was upset that in the trailer yeah she got like half a line all the other main characters got like no, bits she's and she she's, seemed she's to actually be. really really good in it like um i've not really seen her in much um i just know she's in guardians of the galaxy um and um, then doctor who okay um, <laughs> she was in doctor who she was a long-term companion yeah okay um yeah, she, she's really really good and it's there is a, there is a play on the fact that you know she's called Ruby Roundhouse and you know her subtitle is Killer of Men, and you know she, she's really good in it and she has very very large parts to play in the movie. Um, it's cool. good. It, it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much bad to say about it. It's just a a good movie that's just it's a fun. fun movie. Yeah, exactly. Like um, it's not one that I expected to go in and actually like that much, and it's got a, ni- a nice little nod to. Um, Robin Williams in it, which I thought was quite tasteful. Um, yeah. Um, then um, I watched Mr. Holmes, which is the Ian McKellen movie about a older Sherlock Holmes oh, after yeah. Second World War. Obviously, Sherlock Holmes doesn't exist, but it, it puts him into like a real thing, and it even talks about the novels. And he talks about the novels in it, so that's not how it happened. Um, but this actually turns into a really interesting take on Alzheimer's, oh. um, which was which was really cool. Um, really good movie. You know, seeing McCallum so it was well acted, so you know. Um then I watched Noah. Oh shit. Now we're talking. Did you rate this two out of three on your Facebook post? Yeah. All the other ones were like Facebook out of five. Posts. Yeah. I mean that's gotta be an entertaining disaster at least. Yeah, no, it was entertaining, but I just kind of I and I like Darren Aronofsky's stuff usually. 
Sandorovsky? You didn't yeah, know? Yeah, no, didn't man. Know. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told okay. you to watch it. Oh, I've got to watch it now. Yeah. Um, completely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got some really interesting ideas. The CGI is fucking awful. Of course. Um, and yeah, it just it, it goes from being like about like you know like the destruction of man and you know and, and men being utterly destructive, and then it just becomes this like this weird thing where like he literally is like fucking psychologically torturing his family for like 40 very wet days and very wet nights it turns into kind of like the shining except for yeah. god is making him crazy yeah it, it's it's weird it like it's great <laughs> it, it is great it, honestly it's great it's if you forget that it's a movie about the bible if you just forget that it's a bible story it's about a guy who hears voices in his head and he gets one thing out of many things right and his family believes him and they back him on this one thing that he's kind of got right from the voices in his head and then the voices in his head suddenly say you have to do some crazy shit and the family's like, oh, oh, like <laughs> now you're taking a piss now we have to do something about you like that i thought was great the, the psychological aspect of it is great the, the bible story of it is like uh yeah whatever dude it's uh, a weird movie man honestly it's very strange um and then um, I watched... What was the last thing I watched? Oh, uh, The Best of Them All. Uh, I watched Ladybird, which has just come out. Um, which is probably the most perfect representation of early adolescence crossing over into becoming an adult in early 2000s that I've ever seen. Um, there is not a single bad performance in it. It is... It's, it's as flawless representation as you can get. Um... And yeah, the lead actress in it has been in lots of things, and I can never pronounce her name, I feel awful. Uh, but it's uh, Ceres Ronan. She was in Brooklyn as well. Um, um, Cersei, isn't it? I think she's is it? called Cersei. Yeah. It, it's an Irish. <clears throat> I feel like I've heard her so far. Yeah. Um, she's unbelievable in it. Like, uh, she's, I think she's in her 20s, and she's playing like a, a very, very convincing sort of 17 year old girl. Um, it's really, really good. And yeah, uh, that's about it. Anyone got anything else? True, do you want to go? Because I know I was mean. You got nothing else though, honestly. <clears throat> There's nothing else. <laughs> you haven't done anything else apart from watch Back to the Future. I've remembered a thing I didn't like about Logan. Right, okay. Yeah, the bit where um, where Prof- Professor X says, hey, no, let's stay and have dinner with this family. It's like that. It's just massively out of character, and he would not have put them in danger when he knew how much <laughs> shit they were in. He would not have been like, let's hang out with these people. And lo and behold, he gets them all killed. It's like that, <laughs> you know? You knew that was going to happen. He would have known that was going to happen. Mm. He would not have said that. And I can see why the story needed them in there. to So... But it just felt like a little character betrayal for the sake of plot. <clears throat> That's the only thing I didn't like about it, but it did. It just didn't fit with him Fair as enough. we know him. Fair enough. So. All right, well, I'm going to move on to new releases then, because uh, we got a lot to go into in terms of the rest of the show. <laughs> I've, got, I've only put two on. Because it shouldn't be any, it's January. You moan at me every time, Jim. And then I don't put no, 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 no. 
and then you tell me off for not putting enough on. You do leave important things out sometimes. <laughs> um, so, uh, this week we have got Dragon Ball Fighter coming out. Yeah, boy. Um, excited. Yeah, who's, who's? I mean, it looks stunning, but who's who's actually going to get it? I would imagine... I've already got it. You've already got it? I've already got it pre-ordered. Right, okay. So, okay. It's mine. Uh, Chewy, you all down? I'm not willing to pay money to own it on Steam forever. Fair enough. Don't really know what Dragon Ball is. Right, okay. I've heard about it a lot, same shit. Um, I'm not a massive Dragon Ball fan, so I'm not going to be buying it, but I'll probably play it if someone's got it at the office and stuff and have a go on it, but I've never really been a huge fan. office. (laughs) Hint. What? You think anyone else but us listens to this? No. I mean, I'm I'm looking at someone in the room. Who? He's looking at me, but I don't know what you mean. (laughs) You mean we need an office PlayStation? We've got an office PlayStation. Do we need an office copy of the game? Yes. Um, Why would we do that? Um, bring, bring your own. No. Buy it online and then just download it to the office PlayStation. Hell, online prices? No, no. I think I'm flush with money. I think you're a tight ass. <laughs> I, I, would, I would concur. <laughs> I um, so, yeah. Um, what do you think it's going to be like for the fighting game community? Because obviously that's a big part of your... It's a bit, but to be honest, I'm with the fighting game community stuff and with fighting games in general. A any game, I I kid you not, any fighting game can get a fighting game community. Like in Japan, they play games that you've never heard of that are fighting games that are Mm. so old that you're like, how does this game have a competitive scene? But it does because they're just like, as long as there's enough people that care about that game, they'll play it. Correct. But they're not big, so I'm more willing for a fighting game to be a better consumer product and a fun game. And not have a massive kind of like fighting game community. Okay. Then it just purely market itself as a FGC approved fighting game and be bare bones like what the initial Street Fighter was. That was the initial Street Fighter Five was a bare bones game made to appeal to the FGC and it failed spectacularly because it had no content and it was very transparent. That's why they re-released it. So in terms of fighting game community, um, it may take the place of Marvel because Marvel is flopping at the moment. So Marvel's Capcom Infinite mm-hmm. is not doing very well because it's still a bare bones fighting game. Uh, and the fighting game community are bored of it. Um, there's not much kind of scene support. So they just kind of play it for playing sake. This could take its place, but no one really knows yet. Yeah. But all I care about is it's got a fun story mode. It's fun to play. It's got stuff in it that makes it easy for anyone to pick up and play. Yeah, it has a degree of depth, but you can have fun butt mashing because it's it's Dragon Ball. Every move you do is a hyperkinetic light show with over the top characters. So in that sense, it's a more fun, even a more fun injustice. Because even injustice feels a bit kind of faffy when you're mm-hmm. trying to actually understand what you're doing. Whereas this is a lot simpler to play. So, uh, but in terms of FGC, I mean, there's really like big names already kind of playing it online. Um, there's just no big Japanese names currently playing it online. But that will definitely change on release. But Sonic Fox, your boy Sonic Fox, um, <laughs> he is already on it. No surprise because he plays everything. So yeah, um, I definitely see it at least making it to Evo. Like okay, most well, that's, things, that's, that's the big most the big thing, one, well, right? to be honest, so... Most things make it to Evo. The real test of longevity is if you make it past Evo. So Pokken made it to Evo. It didn't make it past Evo so yeah um, we'll see but I'm excited for it it seems like fun that's the main thing really okay okay. Monster Hunter World alright 
you're out. Jim. I've only ever played a demo of the, which one? Uh, one of them. I don't even know which one. Oh. I didn't like it. I'm not a monster hunter. I got it in my mind that you were a monster hunter fan. I don't know why. Isn't DB a monster hunter? Is it monster DB? Hunter? I'm a monster, monster hunter. Monster hunter. Monster hunter. <laughs> I don't have, don't have That's a game I'll play. A monster hunter hand. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Online. Alright, I mean, look, I can give you I can give the lowdown on it. The problem is that I've got a bit of a, a bias because <laughs> the only monster hunter, as in I, I'm not a big fan, I mean, the only monster hunter I played was the monster hunter that came on the. 3DS mm, yeah. and it came bundled with 3DS XL. Yeah, that's the one I demoed actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. And initially I was excited for it. I like I love RPG kind of stuff and I'll, I'll play any of that kind of grindy shit. But my problem I have with it is it's the type of RPG where your character doesn't actually mean shit. You're, you don't nothing your character actually levels up. Everything is gear. You know, you want more health, you need to get better gear. Yeah. You want better weapon, you just you have to get better weapons. You want skills, you have to get weapons. Everything is attached to gear. And that puts me off immediately, especially when the gear is like kill this enemy to get this bone, and then kill this enemy to get this whatever. And Isn't that what the new Zelda's like? And all. Yeah, but Zelda at least like Link progresses a bit. Like you get more hearts, and that's it. I guess maybe. I think that's all you get. Hearts and stamina. But I don't know. I don't know. Zelda feels like there's a bit more of a, a charm to it. Well, yeah, yeah. I know that's, that's really like just... It just feels... Monsters just feels convoluted. There's just too many... Too many different items. Too much variety. Yeah, there's a bit... And you get lost really easily. Why? Too God. much happening around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But look, I mean, the main appeal to things like Monsters on the World is... A, it's going to be the first proper current-gen Monster Hunter that got global release because I think they released one on like yeah. Capcom and Prussia or something massively but it didn't do particularly it didn't do anything no. um, but I've got a feeling this one won't be as big as they're hoping no I don't um, think so either I'm not too sure I mean well, the release not, in the West, not in the western that's not like, a massive vault confidence is it hey to be honest <laughs> that's, that's a smart money man I've always said well, you, can, you can get the headlines but you're not necessarily going to get sales TGS had a huge show floor for Monster Hunter well but that's in Japan yeah well that's what I mean Capcom they're like if you said it's everyone in Japan and 20% of people in the West, then we've made our money back. So, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Know, console hardware has been saved by Monster Hunter in Japan, hasn't it? But, mm. but it's not going to happen anywhere else. No, I totally agree. Eastern but Europe, West changed Europe. a lot, apparently, with, with Monster Hunter World. Which yeah. Is attention, really. I've just heard before Japanese developers saying, we've made this game more Western so that Western audiences will like it, and it quite often doesn't work. Mm. I think what people are saying is that they're really more casual. Because yeah. a lot of people say <laughs> that Monster Hunter is like Dark Souls, but with monsters and not like medieval gothic. They'll think Gaijin casuals. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it could either be a really casual uh, Monster Hunter, which will make it flop, or it will be the get good of Monster Hunter games, which will mean it will have its elite community and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. that's it. I mean, that's what Dark Souls, Souls is. Yeah. 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 Or Cup um, Souls. <laughs> oh, Cop Souls at least is fun, you know. Cophead is a is a fun game. Even um, cool. I didn't find it that hard. Oh yeah. Serious? Oh yeah. Uh, me and Luke played it. Luke, um, Luke was playing it for ages. Day and night ago, I blast just breezed through it most of it. No, yeah. I haven't completed it yet though, but I'm looking forward to completing it. It's just remembering the patterns is what it is. I mean, why that's why have you got such a problem with Chili yeah, being well, better than you? It's just a rhythm. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's I'm a saying, pattern rhythm. Like, He's not better. You just, right. you just, as soon as you see the patterns, that's it. It's, well, yeah, that's every. I mean, if you yeah. try getting good. Oh. <sighs> so I am good. Uh huh, clearly. Yeah. 
Um, cool. I'm going to move it on to the news. Um, is that the news music? It is. No, the news is. Yeah. Were you saying you're going to change some of the bits? Huh? Were you saying you were going to change some of the music? I'm going to try and change some of the music. Let's get rid of that one. I don't want to. What the news music? Do you take it from the day to day or on the hour or something? Is it from that? It sounds like one of them. No, it's like, like stop royalty free sound. It sounds like the spoof kind of bad news music. Yes, from... it's it's royalty free news music yeah. that I sped up. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> Even sped up is too. I mean, long. I said to you, I, I... there's lots of little bits of music in our thing I like, but I don't know. That's fine. Um, I said to you that I, I want to start use, using other music. Maybe I should write a score. Maybe for our podcast. Maybe you should edit the podcast, Jim. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I want someone. Some time to edit. A it podcast. needs to be somebody without a baby. Hell no. Or else we'll That's release crazy. one episode a year. <laughs> but um, I could do the music. That'd be good fun. I could give it to you royalty free, or maybe I, for a I, small I, fee. I, I, <laughs> I would love you to, <laughs> to give me the music. Yes, this podcast makes so much revenue. Yeah, <laughs> now that'd be good fun. I mean, I have a project. Yeah, I need like five bits of thirty-second music. Shot glasses. Less than that. Yeah, like, shot glasses. Ten-second music will do. Do you remember when Brian Eno was commissioned to do the startup sound for Windows 95? What's it yeah. Shit. And he was like, he like talks about it. He's like, how, you know, I've got this brief from Microsoft and he's like, we want it to be emotional and futuristic and, oh, and like they'd left a list of 20 adjectives and finally, <laughs> and two seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that's such a great brief. And he ended up writing like an whole album's worth of these things. He like just wrote like, 50 wow. of them, okay. and then gave them all over, and they were like, okay, we'll have that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So, I'm going to move it on to the news, uh, which will soon have new music composed by Jim Jones. Yeah, maybe. Free. We'll see. Cool. Uh, first up, uh, biggest one, uh, Nintendo Labo. Cool. Got Got announced. Uh, what are people's thoughts? What's well, on the headline? Oh, sorry. sorry. sorry uh, jumping in. Go yeah, on. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. Well, of course, Chewie likes it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's guaranteed I'm going to like it and be excited for it. Okay. Because I'm a fanboy. But, okay. What are your thoughts on it in terms of popularity? Is it going to be popular? Is it. I think it's going to go like for Nintendo. I think it's going to go like every other Nintendo kind of revenue or new idea that they've done. So like with Amiibos, it's going to do well in the beginning. It's going to sell loads and loads. But once supply once supply catches up with demand, it will start fizzing out. Unless there's anything to keep the demand going, something cool and exciting. I mean, I mean how are they going to run out of cardboard, tape, and crayons? It's not the cardboard they're going to run out of. It's the tape of crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I've pre-ordered my accessories set so I don't run out of tape or crayons. Yeah, yeah, because you, you never have those knocking around. Thanks, Nintendo. Uh, no, it's the ideas and designs. What? The ideas and designs of what it can do. Yeah. Um, so the two sets that it comes out with is more kind of to give you an idea of what you can do with it. Yeah. The whole thing about the Labo thing... Labo? Labo. Is it Labo? Sounds Labo. so much like Labia. That's no. what Robin said. I thought yeah. it, no, I thought the whole idea was laboratory. Yeah, but... that's what I thought. Right. Yeah. 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 Labo. Labo. I like Labo. how you went to Labia. Shows me how what you can... Labo. I mean, how we pronounce it. Yeah. 
Jim, are you, how, what were you thinking about that? Well, I saw the headlines, and obviously my first thought was, fuck Nintendo. <laughs> yes, thank you. Good. Exactly the same as Nick. That's exactly what Nick said. But then I saw the reveal video, and I was like, actually, that was sort of intriguing. It was like they're doing some technically interesting things. Mm-hmm. It was that piano key, the very first piano key that I saw. Yeah. And I really went, whoa, that's actually, that's actually interesting. So it, just, yeah, the way it seems to work. I mean, like the way it uses all these extra bits and bobs that were built into the Switch that no games have used yet. It's like, well, okay, they're finding use for that at least. Uh, and then I saw the price point and I went back to fucking Nintendo. <laughs> 80 quid for cardboard? Oh, Fuck you, man. Yeah. Do you know how long that took me to click process on that pre-order? I was just like, oh, that's a lot of money, man. Yeah. Cardboard and Damn. crayons. You're paying for the R&D, yo. Yeah, and the other thing is, I mean, I've got a Google Cardboard and how long that lasted. It lasted like a fortnight before it was trashed. Doesn't the, the, and I'm doing this all night in front of my face. I'm not trying to, like, catch fish with it. So. Yeah, yeah. I still have mine. I still oh, use okay. it. Well, maybe I was brutal with mine. I paid £2 for that. Two pound cardboard, about the same, yeah. and it was the best two pound cardboard ever paid. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, you know. I mean, well, you know, Jonah now has a switch. We showed him the video. Oh yeah, he's, he's excited for it. it. He's like, really excited about it. He want, he wants it, but I just I don't see it being something that lasts longer than a week. I agree, totally agree. Um, I think it looks kind of strong. Like it doesn't look like your your run of the mill cardboard. It looks like. Premium cardboard. Premium. The best eight thousand. Best be recycled wood. Uh, wood cardboard. I really like the look of it. Um, it reminds me in a really weird way of Meccano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. From when I was a kid. Um, so I like that side of it. As for if I'll be buying it or not, I don't know. It's a little steep for me um, for yeah. what it is. Um, but I do think it's a fantastic idea, and I do think it will be successful. And the little hex bug thing looks cool. The little mech suit thing looks. Oh, the cool. remote, the remote yeah. control bug. I like, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. The mech, oh, no, the mech thing though. That it's a separate pack. And it's, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I like that <clears throat> in the first pack you get five different things in it, and in the second pack just one. It looks a bit embarrassing. It's kind of like they're trying to do, oh, well, everyone likes VR. Let's do our version of VR. We'll make you wear a cardboard robot suit and do stuff in front of your telly. When I first saw the reveal video, yeah, um, he, you do have like VR goggles yeah. that the kid's wearing. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is it. Switch VR, it's happening. But it's no, not, it's it. not. It's not. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think it it will be a success. Um, I, I thought it was really fucking stupid that like Nintendo came out and was like, Hey, uh, we've got an announcement tomorrow um, for the kids and for those that are kiddie at heart. And then, Is that like, what they said? Yeah, yeah. I like, didn't that's even... what they actually said. It's on their Twitter. And um, and then like the next day, like all these like adult gamers are just like, oh fuck Nintendo! <laughs> oh, fine, like why why <laughs> fucking release this? It's like what? It's not for you. Like they explicitly said, this is not for you. You know what? I read an article after the announcement as well, slagging off Nintendo for the same reasons. I was like, wait a minute, no, did they truly said? But this is exactly what Nintendo does. They come up with weird, crazy, quirky ideas that work it's, or it's don't work. It's typical Nintendo. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, like this is Nintendo at Nintendo's best. Yeah, I, I think so. And yeah, I, I think it will be successful. Whether it's successful in the long run, I don't know. But I mean, Nintendo doesn't really need it to be successful mm-hmm. in the long run. At the end of the day, um, Alex, what did you think of it? <clears throat> into it? Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't see the price of it. <laughs> so <laughs> now, now I'm quite shocked. But uh, no, I thought it's nice. I mean, it kind of just plays into the kind of current, I don't want to say trend, but trend of kind of like maker, maker. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, you, you talk yeah, about like maker, yeah. maker, maker kind of like space kind of thing mm, and yeah, stuff. And yeah. I'm like, 
I like that. I like the idea of you know, people like Osby Pies and 3D printers and just bits of cardboard and random shit. It's a cute impulse that they're trying to get people to move away from the telly and do gaming stuff that is like, do gaming stuff on your craft table with your kids, you know? It's, mm, it's yeah. a nice idea. I mean, mm. yeah. Our craft table's already full of unfinished projects because <laughs> we're too deep in Nick? the Warhammer, but yeah. What are your thoughts on that? 18 flaming quid for cardboard. Look, it's, it's cute. Uh, it's cute and it does look like a fun kids thing, but it's still faffing around with cardboard. I mean, I've got bias because I'm thinking of it from a business perspective, but like, it's cute, but I just wouldn't. A, I can't even bother to buy a Switch at this point. I don't drop 80 quid on cardboard and crap. That's your loss, frankly. I'm willing you to don't wait. Want to buy a Switch. I really am willing to wait. So I, have sh- I have a shitty commute and it's not a console that's going to hijack my PS4. Not at this present moment. You're using your PS4 on your commute? No, I'm saying it's not a console. So commute would be handheld when I get home as console. It's not a console that's going to hijack my PS4 anytime soon. So why aren't you playing it on your yeah, commute? Yeah, so why aren't you playing it on your commute? Because my commute is 10 minutes long. Oh, in, right. In real, right. in like real actual time. Right. Yeah, it's not It's not the sit down and commute. I'm not like you guys, trapped from the boonies, like four hour long commute. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, baby. Not sure how to take that. <laughs> Have you ever played your Switch in the toilet? Yeah. I've not been allowed to use it yet, I told you. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I have to, and yeah. it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I have to admit, playing Mario Kart with <laughs> Andy like, downstairs. Chance of hemorrhoids goes just way Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, no, just one GP. John, one GP. That's it. It's good. Huh? One GP. Four, four races. It's all good. I thought you meant one GP, like, doctor. <laughs> 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 I was like, one grand poo. I'm like, <laughs> one grand poo. Um, cool. Uh, next up. Uh, Fable. Looks what? like it's going to return. Meh. Out a, of the wilderness. Such a bullshit five, move to like close yeah. down Lionhead. I know. And then yeah. Bring the franchise back. It's yeah. a shitty move. Um, I wouldn't buy it on principle. Well, saying that, Pierre Molyneux's not part of it, so it might actually be good. Oh. Shade. Uh, Molyneux had left Lionhead before the game they closed out. Which one? Which game? Uh, Fable Legends, is it called? And that was garbage. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the only decent Fable game that I remember was number two. Number one was good. No, yeah, sorry. Which, yeah, number one. So number, Legends number came out, did it? Which is the one that hadn't come out? Oh, um... Journey? Oh, it might have been Fable. Legends then. Yeah, I think it I was. I was thinking of Revolutions or something. You're thinking of, like, the Connect one, which was shit. Oh, God, but the, yeah, but yeah. I don't think that... That might be Legends. I can't remember the name. Mm. But, um, but yeah. yeah, number one was a solid action RPG for the original Xbox. Well, you know my history of Fable, don't you? Sorry? No. You know my historical Fable beef... No. I'm sure no. I've talked about that before. No. I only played Fable 2, really liked it, uh, played it right to the end, and the very last thing you need to do is go home to your family, went home and they'd vanished, and I looked oh. everywhere, and they just, I couldn't ever get the final achievement, oh. because <laughs> because of a bug where my wife and kids left me. <laughs> my heroic return was like, your house is empty, your kids have vanished, your wife's fucked off, that's it. Should've gone and seen them And your more. dog's dead. Oh. <laughs> Should've gone and seen them more, dude. You know, it's probably a troll up here, you put in there. That's just <laughs> It okay. was yeah, it was, it was that. Um, yeah, so and then obviously Fable Two was really really good, apart from <laughs> Jim, Jim's buggy ending. Um, three was pretty weak, and then after that it's just garbage of whatever came out, mm. uh, and then stuff that got cancelled. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm interested because I really really loved Fable Two. I played that for a whole heap of time. When did Fable Two come out? That would be early three sixty. 
It was one of the, yeah. So we're talking like twelve years. Can't be that early. It was one of the first three sixty mm. games I played, but I don't know whether I played it when it first came out or whether it was just one of the first things I picked up when I got three sixty. But I got three sixty about a year and a half came after out. it came out. I think two thousand eight. That sounds years. like when I got three sixty. Um, and it brings us into the next bit. Well, actually, just for, because it also reminds me of what happened with uh, Wipeout Omega Collection or whatever it's called. You know, the Wipeout right, yeah, yeah, release yeah. where it's like sack the team, right, close down the studio. And then we'll release another Wi-Fi mm, game. Yeah. The problem is, I did buy that yesterday. Oh, oh. After all my beef with it, that, after man. all my shitty beef with it, it was in the sale, so it's only like 11 quid. And the VR update comes out in a few weeks. Oh, oh my god, man. Wipeout VR, how can I not? You sold them out. Yeah, I know. You sold your soul. I know. Let me know if you throw. I mean, you need to find yeah. your soul. Let me know what. If you throw, because it's really fast. Well, yeah, it should be really fast. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh my god, I can't wait. I think you need to find your soul by taking three and a half grams of mushrooms. <laughs> and then yes Jesus. Jesus. oh my god yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. like clawing you off the ceiling yeah, man. So I recommend Stop it, it coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool um, the fable news feeds into the next news which is <laughs> theme park series is also set to return um, which is obviously linked in Bullfrog um, I really like theme park hospital like the original one um, I really like theme park I really like theme, theme park, park. Was, I never played hospital yeah, theme but... park was great um, so what's coming about the theme, theme brand host, or theme, theme park itself or? I think it's theme park or theme hospital one of the two is See, the way thing with theme park is it was a kind of proof of concept and lots of other people have done it better since like there's roller coaster tycoon mm. games and there's like that planet coaster and there's just good stuff there's a really that's really contemporary. really good uh, steam game uh, that's come out called Parkitect right which is absolutely brilliant. So that's it. So it's lots of people doing that still. It's it. like it, it spawned a genre. The genre thrives. And so it doesn't really matter that the original's coming back, does it? Because mm. it's going to be... Who cares? Brand Wars. Yes. That's it. Yeah, it's so all it is. It's a brand. brand. Um, if they're going to reboot Theme Hospital, that might be more interesting because at least that didn't kick in. There's not still people making hospital sims. Yeah, that's true. Um, but there's people making prison sims. It's not that far <laughs> off. So. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> kind of need Nick for this one. When uh, Bungie's in a whole heap of trouble and shit, what have they done? They're always in trouble because people are just talking uh, about Destiny 2. Destiny 2 has not pleased any any diehard Destiny fan at all. Yeah. So in terms of Bungie fucking up, um, outside of the obvious, just kind of changes the gameplay. Um, so one of the main things people hate about Destiny or one of the main things people vocal about is Eververse. Yeah. So um, people found out that Bungie were throttling the XP to make it harder for you to get the loot boxes that Eververse give. So that pissed everyone else off. So Bungie were like, we'll, we'll look into that. Then when Curse of Cyrus came out, people realized that they were gonna get locked out of the existing raid and the existing nightfall strikes. And Bungie were like, okay, shit. Well, we didn't actually think about that. All right, we're gonna retool that. So they made it that people can go back and do the existing raid on at a prestige level and do the nightfall at a prestige level. Then, they released, they were going to release the faction rallies. So they have like a kind of week, or kind of bi-weekly event where, um, you know, you place the faction and you do shit for your faction. But because it had Curse of Cyrus marked weaponry in it, it would have locked everyone who doesn't have the DLC out of the faction rally thing, even though the faction rally isn't attached to the DLC, something that just happens to tell. So a bunch of like, oh shit, okay, we need to fix that. So they called off faction rallies and called a fire banner because it used the exact same um, mechanic till they fixed it. And then they brought back faction rallies, but they retooled it in a way that no one understood what they were actually getting from faction rallies. 
ideally you you know you pledge a faction you do stuff you get tokens you give tokens to the rally people and they give you a combination of like armors and weapons but this time they didn't they forgot to tell everyone that when you pledge the faction and give them tokens they can only give you armor for this round and whether faction wins gets a weapon then the next round will add the previous weapons to it and people are like well, what the fuck is the point of this then that means i don't need to play it till the next rally to the next uh, faction rally so all this stuff is kind of pissing people off uh general lack of communication from bungie is pissing everyone off um even though bungie given a timeline as to when they're going to fix certain things that are pissing people off people are like these changes aren't coming fast enough they're not telling us exactly what's going on and all this kind of stuff basically everyone is disgruntled about basically everything in destiny um <laughs> all the streamers are ditching it to play fortnite um they're all kind of grandstanding and making a big deal about them kind of leaving destiny and i don't give a fuck yeah it just makes me want to kind of double down on just ignoring them but hey whatever fortnite's been doing very well oh yeah i mean particularly Fort- since it released that battle royale mode thing. fortnite just needs to focus on one thing i'm quite sure if like destiny focused on one thing it must be all right it's just that it is a horrible mutt of a game that can't get anything other than one core thing right and that is the, the base shooting in the game is great everything else is just a hodgepodge of ideas that aren't clicking together properly at the moment like it's super light on the rpg aspect which means it's really shallow it's not got an entertaining pvp at the present moment and the changes have made it even less entertaining um to a lot of people who were really invested in pvp uh it's got no kind of like high-end elite end game which means all the kind of sweaty pvp or pve triads are bored of the game because there's no crazy loot it's a loot shooter with no crazy loot um so yeah it's listening to just messed up on all its kind of like levels <laughs> of what it's trying to be but i still enjoy it for the core shooting so it's one of those games just like this new one and that's my only disappointment with Destiny at the moment is just like this new one it's a game that i play with my friends i get bored of it I leave it for like a while. They do some minor updates. I check those things out. I get bored of that. A big update comes out. I try that out. Get bored of that. And then September is a big update. And you go, okay, let's see how they change the game. And normally by that September, they fixed. Yeah, but September's a big paid for update that you haven't already paid for. You know, it's like mm. the next big outlay. And I'm, I can't see me doing that this one. Um, I think I'm out. I'll see. I mean, I remember. Before Taken King coming out, people are like, man, this this Destiny's done. I know, I know, but um, I just, I mean, you know, I had prepaid for Curse of Osiris, and I played the, what, five story missions, and just wasn't interested in doing anything else, that's the last time I touched it. Mm. But I mean, yeah, I when know. you got Destiny 1, how much of Dark Below did you play? Because Dark Below was one of the most bare bones well, that's true. expansions I've ever played in my I don't life. think I actually bought Dark Below. Which one was the Dark Below? Until Dark Below was the current one. So, I enjoyed that. I played those of that. Only because we did the raid. But if you weren't someone who did the raid, no, and only and we only did raid because it was the most like janky yeah, thing ever. Like, you could raid, you could man. you could cheat the raid so <laughs> much that, that made it fun. But this is like I haven't got five people I can recruit to play the raid on the reg, so nope. Um so I don't know, I'm I wanted to let them fix everything. I'm mostly willing to get whatever their September update is. If it actually has shit to do, if they if they give it a bit more depth, if they give you more meaningful loot, um, if they give more actual modes uh, to actually do shit that isn't a raid, if I could just get 
um, equivalent cool, of. Cool, um, you really get your sparrow racing thing. back. Fuck. Challenge of Elders would be so great, you know. This is even even like one of the one of the guys I play with regularly is just like he would take a Challenge of Elders. And this stuff um, exists already. Just patch you back in, man. Just plug me back into Destiny One you, with this stuff, and I'll be do, fine. Do you know what Bungie's biggest problem is in terms of stuff in Destiny? And it, I've always said this has held them back, and it's come to a head in Destiny Two. Is that for some they they Bungie more than anyone unsurprisingly is deeply invested in the bullshit they call a story or more importantly the, the law of destiny so any other game would just go here's a mode what story behind it who gives a fuck it's yeah. a mode and you play and you blow shit up but anything you, you in Bungie, a mode, man. that exactly but Bungie can't think of a logical law based reason for you to have a law yeah. mode uh, uh, a horde mode in the game well, what's the logical law-based reason for every time I do that story mission, all the people are there again? What's the logical law-based yeah. reason? Yeah, they just like don't don't worry, they just like yeah. Well, then if they're gonna brush over that, brush over all of it. It's just it's it inconsistent. Just, everything has to be elaborate, but it's just everything about the current expansion. I think Curse of Cyrus has some of the worst writing, and I know that's not a surprise for Destiny, but it has some of the, the cringiest writing I've experienced in a Destiny game, man. I was yeah. like, holy shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to wait, but at the present moment, Destiny's fine. Okay. Yeah, I was still playing because Joel was still playing and I still enjoyed playing with him. And then he got into Zelda and he's not interested in it. He'll probably fine. come around to it. It's a friend. It's, it's a game that's great with friends. If yeah. your friends ditch the game, the game's dead. Cool. Well, that's a good place to leave that bit then. Last bit on the news uh, Mario Odyssey is getting free updates. Yeah. Uh, which looks really cool. And I'm, I'm just pleased that Nintendo are just like. Yeah, here, yeah, have some more free shit. Sorry, man, they're balling that Amiibo money, man. They're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> there you go. Um, but the, the mode is... Uh, Balloon Hunt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's like two-player... Well, it's uh, not two-player. It's like you against the whole world. Yeah, and, like, yeah. You, oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was like Luigi was in it, and then... We... No, the impression I get is like you get 30 seconds to go and hide a balloon yeah. in a cubby hole somewhere, yeah. and then you score on how well you hit it when everyone else goes in and tries to find your balloon. Yeah. Right, so it's like I think okay. it kind of goes up in the cloud and then everyone gets to go at it. Right. So, okay, yeah. okay. And then you have, have a go at other people's hidden balloons. Mm, yeah. Okay. So okay. I think that's what it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, that looks really cool. So um, yeah. yeah. Nintendo giving some for free. You know, a lot of people. Oh, what I did do in Odyssey actually is um, for about half an hour, not very long. Tried a bit of the two-player co-op, where one of you controls Mario and one of you controls a cap. Oh uh, God! How's that? Weird. It was fun, but it's clear the game wasn't built for it. So just like yeah. there's so much stuff you can just do far too easily. You know, it's like. It, it, Mm. Yeah, it was weird because it's like it's fun to dick about with, but this is not playing the game now because I can do all the bad guys and he just has to walk around and it's not not really fun for anybody. Yeah. Wait, so wait, is it he throws? Is it like kind of Kirby style? He throws the cap on some on the enemy <clears throat> and you become the enemy? Or? No, he throws the cap and I control the cap. So I like with my stick decide where the cap goes and you fly it around anywhere and yeah, and oh, okay. hit, hit buddies with it, and kill them. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, it just it was weird. Maybe that's for very, very young kids. It could be. It seems kind of easy. Yeah, that's true, actually. It does kind of undermine the game, but it's probably a fun mod for... Yeah, I bet you're right. Yeah. 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 You just hand, play hand the same time. And baby and he's just referring yeah. to the yeah. yeah. actual serious stuff. Yeah. Nice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, that's the end of the news. Uh, feature discussion. <laughs> what game... And movie are you most looking forward to in 2018? Um, do you guys want me to start, or do you guys want to? Go on, you start. You know yeah, I try to go last. Normal, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, try on. to. It's just it's easier for me. As for yourself. 
As for myself, <laughs> um, game 2018, uh, there is one that is standing out like a beacon. Uh, I want my Red Dead Redemption. Um, I think it's at the moment it's saying quarter two, which I would imagine will get pushed back. I'm hoping that it's a bit more freeform in terms of what you can do in the towns. Um, I felt like there wasn't enough to do when you were around town. Uh, and I'd quite like to just mm. wander around a western town and just do shit other than play poker. Um, no. um, so yeah, so really, really looking forward to that. Um, as for the movie, um, it's a weird one because I didn't like the book. Um, however, I am looking forward to the movie, which is Ready Player One, um, because it's got a lot of stuff in there that it would be good to see all on one screen. I sort of agree, yeah. yeah. I, I found the book sort of compelling and disappointing at the same time. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think I thought it could it well a, be a fun movie. a very badly written book. It was written as young like young adult fiction. You know, it was. It felt like it was aimed at yeah, but then 18 to like 22 year olds. masturbating and being like... Well, that's not... That's normal for young adult fiction. The weird thing is that all the references were for people who are yeah, over, they're, yeah, they're over for, 30. Like, they're you know? for our age. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a really The people it was one. aimed at wouldn't have understood most of it. But and, then the people who understand it were too old to be reading that shit. He's almost like, as a, as a lead character in the book, he's almost like the character in my book that I'm currently reading in that like he fucking knows like everything and like he throws in like random There's some of that things as well, yeah. where like you're just like, well, I, I didn't need to know that that's because you knew it because of that. It's just... Just stop. But yeah, I think yes. he was a loser in the real world and was just cool in the game world or whatever. I mean, if, if it was like in that world, everyone's a loser in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fucked up world. And, yep. Um, but yeah, like he's 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 not the most enjoyable character to read in a book. And yeah, the writing, I just couldn't get on with the writing. Mike Rylance is in it, isn't he? Mike Rylance he is, is just and he's fantastic. Everything. Yeah, so I'm kind of eager to to see what they do with the movie and I watched a thing the other day um, and it was you know it was pointing out all of the little references in the trailer um, which was really really cool um, and there's like loads of undercover stuff that people are like looking on the internet now and trying to decipher codes that are in the trailer and stuff and there is like actual codes in the trailer um, so yeah I kind of I wonder if they'll release a VR film tie-in <laughs> Maybe. maybe. Dream, that, that would be interesting and probably awful, but yeah. Uh, Nick. Oh, Christ. Um, as, say, as for you. Oh, God. Oh, I kind of want to say Red Dead, but A, it's too obvious, so I knew you were going to say it. And B, <laughs> before I get hyped over the game, I want to actually, like, so far, all we've seen of Red Dead is like a quick, just like a, a pan of a city, yeah, yeah. some people walking around or whatever, right? That doesn't tell me anything about the game. Is obviously it's gonna have story, is it gonna have co-op, is it gonna have separate co-op mode? What's it what's gonna what's it gonna be about? Right, I need to know that. So that means I'm a bit of a loss at the game. Well the thing I think the key might be just like how much bigger the map is. Because I was surprised in the original Red Dead how many mm. how much variety they got in environments. Mm. Like if you try and picture Wild West in your head, it's yeah. pretty static, you know, there's like you have a a standard image of it, yeah. and actually, it's like there was a lot of very different places. Yeah, they had like the Great Plains. Wild West. They had like there was yeah, the mountain ranges, and there was Mexico. like Mexico, and yeah, all that stuff felt like yeah. so that was impressive. So if they can keep that up and expand the palette a lot, then that could be great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so open world games are always about environment for me. Like if it's a yeah, I mean, totally. if it's a compelling environment, then I'll enjoy it. Definitely, so. I'm just worried that with the amount of money they're making from GTA Online. Yeah, 
they're going to make any kind of cooperative play that Yeah, it's definitely going to be heavily Red Dead Online and probably no single-player DLC, and yeah, we'll see. Mm. So yeah, that, that puts me in a bit of a bind for games. So I mean, for the sake of brevity, I'll just say Red Dead Redemption, but um, I'd have to have a real hard think about what I'm actually excited about game-wise, or okay. check more announcements. In terms, of, movies, in terms of movies, this is where it's just like corny movie 101. It's mostly going to be Avengers Infinity War for all the wrong reasons. What are the wrong reasons? Just because it's just another Marvel blockbuster blowout movie and you just want to see what the hell they do with it or what the setup for the final movie is. I actually read something on it this morning on Empire. It was saying, it was an interview with the director, I think. Basically said that it's. it's Marvel Infinity is going to be complete destruction, and I like my no. heart just sank. I was just like, "Oh, that's no, not again." They haven't screwed up a an ensemble movie yet. All the Avengers movies have been great. Oh, Winter Soldier had a lot of ensemble stuff in it, was great. It's like, mm. yeah, Civil War is great. They haven't screwed that up yet. I don't feel like the last Avengers was a great movie. All right, not Ultra. great. <laughs> that was, would be the it was fun. One. It was flawed, I, but it was I fun. Enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Uh, it, mm. I mean, I've, I expressed in the last podcast, which I don't know if you guys listened to, um, I'm, I'm kind of marvelled out at the minute in terms mm-hmm. of like having the same structure over and over and over with the movies. Um, I think but, I think yeah. you're overstating that. I think there's there are threads, but I think there's still a lot of variation. I don't think they are. The oh, same I mean, my, my favourite Marvel movie is, is Winter Soldier because it was just totally different from. But well, so they can still keep doing that. I mean, do you think Black Panther's going to be I, similar I, I to really Avengers? Really it's they not. Do you know? like that. Yeah, I'm expecting Black Panther to but be very different. Yeah. The majority of Marvel movies right now are. Here, have some jokes. No, it's not. Honestly, it's it. not the majority. You've, it's because you've had a Guardians film and a Thor film pretty close to each other. It feels like that, but it's, it's not really like that. What was the movie before that? Spider-Man was not that movie. Spider-Man, I'll give a pass. Yeah. That, was, that was a good movie. But other than that... Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange wasn't that movie. It, it, it was wasn't comedy that. as well. It wasn't not the same way. He was a dick. I think, yeah, if you've got beef, the fact that Thor has tried to be another Guardians is the problem. I agree. Yeah, but... But I think that's the only thing they've got off. Really, I, I just, and it yeah, wasn't like it was I trying to be like another guy. It was trying to be a Tiger Woods. Well, that's the thing. After Infinity War, it was too War, much of Tiger Woods. It's going to be Ant Man, uh, Ant Man and Wasp, which again, it's not. Be here, have some jokes. No, nah, it was more of a uh, quirky. Um... Dude, man, if you hate jokes and action, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I hate it. It's that it's the same tonally. Like it's the same sort of stuff and the same just smart. I think I disagree. Smart. I think there's some of that. I don't. Like, I don't get that. But yeah. I think they managed to keep a lot of light and shade in there. I just. I just think there's a lot of great fiction that's totally different in the Marvel universe, and they don't use it most of the time. Well, they just just go with what sells. Black Panther's coming out any minute. I mean, it's like that's totally going to be that. We'll surely. see. Surely. We'll Let's see. Find man. Out, shall we? Um, um, so, what was your movie? So, it was. Yeah, uh, Infinity War. Okay. Like I said, for not sure all the wrong reasons, but like. Um, but yeah, game wise, I'm just. I don't know. I've just become so kind of cynical that there's not a whole lot of gaming that I'm really looking forward to without some kind of evidence of mm. it actually being good. So, mm. yeah. Jim? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's a lot of games coming out this year that are things that I'll probably play and enjoy, but I'm not hyped about them. Like, I don't feel like excited about Red Dead. Um, okay. Probably play God of War. I'll definitely play Spider Man. I don't feel excited about any of these, but they're coming and I'll play them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll play Mario Tennis, and I'm not that bothered about that. But I'll be, you know, it's like this, just this stuff coming that I'm not super excited about. 
honestly the thing I'm probably most excited about is what I was just talking about, the VR update for Wipeout. That's I am hyped for that, you know? <sighs> but apart from that, it's just a lot of stuff that I think will it'll be alright. But I'm not too bothered with okay. UI. Movies? Um There's gonna be a film adaptation by the original writers of Ghost Stories, you know, the play. No. Ghost Stories, it's it's been in the West End for well, I think it's finishing it now, but it was in the West End for five, six years. It started okay. like 2009 2010 I saw it when it was new I've liked it first no I mean <laughs> um, but yeah so I can't really remember what happened to it after that but it's been around it's um, it's by Jeremy Dyson the the League of Gentlemen guy who's never on screen yeah. he co-wrote with Andy Nyman who is like Darren Brown's co-writer he does all Darren Brown stuff so it's sort of like he had a lot of stage magic stuff going on but it was just okay. a good like anthology of three creepy horror stories um, done on stage done really well and was probably <coughs> scary uh, okay. which you don't often get from stage shows so cool so that's going to be coming out as a film I think it's been premiered already but it's coming out in a couple of months so I'm so interested to see what that is um, but the only film I'm really excited about this year and I know I'm going to be probably disappointed and then I'll still love it anyway because it's going to have big monsters. Pacific Rim 2. Pacific Rim oh, really? I fucking love Pacific Rim. I can't wait for another Pacific Rim. Oh, that was an odd movie. I've man. seen that film so many times. I can't justify how often I've watched it, but it's just like, it Fair just enough. plays to my... But then you've got a kaiju big, thing going on, haven't you? So, exactly, I love yeah. big monsters, oh, I love big robots. Yeah, it's just, yeah. And I love super colourful stuff, so right. it's just like, the look of it is beautiful. Okay. okay. Even though, I mean, I can see all the flaws with the original film, you know, it's like, sucks in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's a strange movie. Still, I still just love it. And, yeah. I didn't mean, hate it, but I just came away from it. I, was I like, mean, oh, none of the performances are. Some, weird some of them are pretty much unwatchable, you know. Like a lot of the leads are shit, and it's just yeah, but yeah. Hosh. But I don't care. It's like it got the CG right. It got good monsters. It got good robots. It got good fights. And I'm sure this will do the same. Fair so, it got a good so. budget for the CGI. If you remove the budget, it could easily be the B movie. But because it had that budget for the CGI, that's it, yeah. yeah, that's like right. every movie though. Let's Billy the Bull. <laughs> Billy the Bull can do that stuff. Cool. Uh, Chewy. Um. Movie-wise, there's a lot of films uh, looking forward to this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few I've already mentioned. Um, so I'm just going to name four movies. Nope. Ones that have already been mentioned. Just, just, <laughs> just pick one. One of the ones that have already been mentioned. Well, it's up to you. Which one was the one you're most looking forward to? Just name four and then pick one. After well, you yeah, that's what I was going to do, but Bailey Clay, no. Yeah. I just named two and pick one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but he's cheery. But he's cheery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Two movies I'm looking forward to that no one's mentioned. Okay. Uh, it's a solo movie. Yeah. Really looking forward to that. Especially after Rogue One, what they did with that. Uh, I'm excited with what they could do with uh, Solo. I'm, I'm skeptical, uh, yeah. actually. I'm I hate Rogue One, so... Um... Well, it's, again, this is something outside of the, the whole actual trilogy. Well, not even trilogy anymore, but Skywalker fucking timeline. We get to have something that's in between the movies. And I liked, I really like what they did with Rogue One. I really did. I don't want to see somebody else play Han Solo. It's another film where it's been half made by one team and then they've been given the boot and it's been taken over by Ron Howard of all people. I know, really? oh, I know, it's weird though. He's yeah. not known for his comedy, yeah. he's not known for his like being interesting, he's just like say a pair of hands. So But I'm still I'm still excited for it though. Um uh, and then yeah, my main film that I'm excited for this year is Battle Angel Anita. Uh, exactly. Now I fucking love that. I loved that back in uh, what was it nineties? Yeah, yeah. And to see the to see that, well, I knew they were actually making the live action movie, but to see the trailer, it's like you know what? 
I, I'm really excited for this. It's it's going it's going the way I like it, I want it to go. So I'm yeah, really excited. Yeah, as simple as I am, I hope it doesn't flop. I I agree, but I think it will. Just because look, I mean, Ghost and Shell, I don't think did too well. No, I wasn't. Even I wasn't a massive fan of Ghost and Shell. It gave it a good go. It, uh, you know, I give it that. I gave it a good go. That was a film I put on when I wanted to sleep on the plane. Oh, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah. That. I'm not saying yeah, already that'll definitely fall asleep. I agree. I fell asleep yeah. during that as well. I was asleep for the opening credits. So, <laughs> like, just the items, then I was gone. But, the, you know, they gave it a good go. If Battle Angel works, it there's a lot of, like, interesting stories within anime. And if this can kind of make it, then they can start digging through and finding some of the, yeah. some of the le- maybe slightly lesser known <clears> ones and, like, put that on screen and just introduce like interesting stories to like the masses but if it flops that's like anime movie adaptations is over. yeah it's done it's done well I'm not saying that Japanese are doing some live action uh, adaptations live action movie stuff though true true yeah, but yeah. do you know they've uh, made uh, Netflix has got the rights to Devilman they've remade a Devilman anime yeah, that I can believe. Like, no, like I saw the trailer to it, and I was like, it's actually looking pretty faithful to the original anime. I'm yeah, really surprised because Gonagi is insane. I know, I know. Like, uh, okay, the trailer didn't look as brutal as the original, yeah, yeah. but I think it might be because like I'm watching. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to watching it. Devil Man. What happened with the Netflix Death Note? Was that a flop? Oh, oh God, massive! That was terrible. Did, horrendous. Did, did, I didn't watch was, it. Was it? Was it? Is a colossal waste of time. <laughs> oh right. my God! I think I've upset everybody in the room. Yeah, it was. was <laughs> I watched it, it all. A colossal waste of time and an insult to yourself watching it. I would need you to watch it <laughs> just for how mad it would make you. How long is it? Um, hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Oh really? I thought it was a series. No, this is a, this is a movie. Yeah. Oh, there's no point then. I mean. The fun of Death Note is that it twists and turns like forty times or something before it gets to the end. You know, it's like, but that's we can't do that now. Yeah. So yeah. obviously you can't. But I mean, the Japanese they split into two movies, right? When they yeah. did the live, action. I didn't watch them either. Right. Were they? I, no, no. Uh, ish. No. They're, 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 they're typical. They're typical Japanese live movies. Action right, right. Are pretty bad nine times out of ten, but yeah. it works because it's talking. But you need to watch it for how badly they fucked up everyone's character. Like, if you enjoy Death Note, this is like, man, how did they get it so wrong? I did notice they've got the original on Netflix, so I need to rewatch that because it's like, what, 15 years since I saw it? It's an so, insane rewatch. Yeah, I'd um, rather do that and put the time into that. But if you did, because I, I, I know you're a big Death Note fan. Yeah, I loved it. Just for how mad he would make you. I'll rewatch it. So that I'm not like record re- yourself over overwriting your memories. I would be willing. I'd be willing to sit down and watch in this office <laughs> Netflix Death Note, so we can both be mad at how bad <laughs> we that movie up. Yep. Well, look, I'm going to read it back round because Chewie needs to do his. Game oh, sorry. As well. Yes. Oh, sorry. I was enjoying. It. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but gaming. I mean, we're running long. At All this right. Point. Uh, gaming. Uh, Nintendo Labo. You know, I'm looking forward to that, but. The one game that hasn't been mentioned um, now, I'm not. I don't think it's coming out this year, but I really want it to come out this year. But it's being shown at E3 for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Cyberpunk 2077, oh, yeah. and I am super hyped for that. But there's no gameplay for it. I can't remember who's making it. It's somebody uh, who's project. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Witcher people. Witcher, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, excited excited I'm really movie. excited for that. And uh, this yeah. is a crazy thing, though. There's, there's, there's no gameplay re- revealed for it, but like. Just the, the potential coming from the studio. Exactly, them doing that. Yeah. Exciting, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah but we get our first look at E3 this year. Mm. Right, okay. Cool. Cool. Mm. Um, Alex? Well, 
last year I picked up this book. Um, it's kind of helped me kind of like shape a lot of my outlook on life and uh, a lot of it's kind of did like perspective and expectations. And I've basically just kind of let go of all of those so that I don't really look forward to anything. I mean, I'm just pretty fucking, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking woke. Uh, <laughs> Whoop, this is good, this is good. No, no, no. You no, are no. right. <laughs> oh, I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> just killing the whole segment. <laughs> no, um, basically, I don't really care about anything until it comes out. So No, you're right. Look forward to waking up in the morning, that's enough. Yeah, man. I mean, just. I wake up. Wow. That's Give great. a shit. <laughs> uh, it, He's woken up, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and even when something comes out, <laughs> I, mean, I'm not, I don't really care. Like, There's no movies that you heard about, and you were like, oh, uh, I'd quite like to see that. No, I mean, the, the game that you just mentioned, um, Cyberpunk 2077 or whatever. Yeah, I, I am interested, but I mean, I'm, I don't really care about it until it's something I can play. So I pretty much I, I don't give a shit about trailers. Said, there's no gameplay or anything. Exactly. So like, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about anything until yeah, like it's enough. actually available because Terminator Three just fucking Ooh. just fucking Ooh. killed like any hopes I ever had of anything ever being <laughs> <My> so. <laughs> took my childhood. That's out a long way back. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a long time ago. You've yeah. not looked forward to anything since Terminator Three. <laughs> no, no. Shit, man. It fucking killed so much for me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just on the other, just on the other kind of side of point, I, I t- I'm too, too busy to care about anything until it's until it's real. Until it's real, I, I don't want to put like any any eggs in any fucking basket. I don't care. You have utterly destroyed the last segment. Of this. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, that's it for this week. What about uh, you? I did mine first. Yeah, oh, okay. first yeah. uh, I remember another thing. Another thing that's coming out. Another game that's coming out, which probably won't even play, but I'm glad it's coming out. It's you know. Um, I've got some stupid name like Frog Spawn, but it's not that. The people who make all the Sherlock Holmes PC oh, games, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all sort of respected, but I've never actually played any of them, mm. but people all like them. They're doing a Call of Cthulhu. That, oh, yes. That, so, could, be, yeah. that could be good fun. That'd be interesting, yeah. yeah. The new game by, is it Quantic Dreams? The oh, what? Oh, people? um, Detroit. District, no, no uh, Detroit. District 9, no. Detroit. Detroit. It's really? Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. It's called Detroit or Detroit 2049. Yeah, no, that's called Detroit. Almost human or something. Almost human. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, if it is more heavy rain and less, it is very heavy. Beyond two souls. Yeah, it's more heavy I'm rain. All over that game. We, I'll take it. We tried it at TGS. I'm really looking forward to it. Like, it looks stunning. It plays just like heavy rain. I'm excited for it. Uh, cool. I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, thanks everyone for coming to the first Nova. 2018! 2018! That's alright. Uh, so, uh, Nick, say goodbye. Bye. Jim, say goodbye. Bye bye. Jimmy, say goodbye. Bye bye. Chewy, say goodbye. Go fuck yourself, Bailey. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that's deserved. <laughs> Alex, say goodbye. Wait in the hole. You can catch me on Instagram at Alex. <laughs> oh, Boo. 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 Hit the like and subscribe. Why is he so determined to keep giving out his full names? It's like he wants into no his talk or something. True. And goodbye from me. I could play it on a trombone. <laughs> He's got a weird trumpet without the rest of the trumpet. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> show me trumpet. Don't show me a trumpet. Keep the fucking trumpet in your trousers. I don't want to see <laughs>